to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. I know I say this every single episode, but man, am I excited for you to listen in on this conversation that I had with my friend Jordan Nolan. She's incredible. She's actually a certified breathwork practitioner through Pause Breathwork. Um, I've met her through a previous mentor that I had, and she's just Honestly, she's incredible. She also does business coaching and life coaching. She hosts retreats. Um, She's really an expert in breath work. And if you listen to this podcast for a hot second, you know that it is not just about nutrition and supplementation and lifestyle over here. You know I'm huge about supporting your nervous system and your energetic body and really working with your energy system and moving energy through your body and attacking that portion of your health just as much as you you know put your focus on what you're eating, how you're moving your body, and the supplements that you're taking because it is just as important, um, especially when we really want to optimize our health and wellness. And this could be so huge for people who have fertility blocks, which I've recently done solo podcast episodes on this, but I wanted to bring Jordan in because she is a certified breathwork practitioner. She's an expert in this. And I know some of you maybe are like, what is breathwork? I've heard of it. I don't really know what it is. I don't actually understand how it works in the body. How can it support me? How could it support my fertility? I really wanted to bring her in to talk about that. So we talk about all of that. We talk about chakras. We talk about her story and how she literally like took her entire life it all burned to the ground and then she rebuilt it and how breathwork really helped her on her healing journey, how it just expedites your healing journey, how you can incorporate breathing throughout your day-to-day life in a small way, um, but then also how you can do it in a bigger way with actual being facilitated by breathwork practitioners. Excuse me. We talk about how there are different types of breath work. I mean, I absolutely love this conversation. I know it's going to support you. We actually do a little breathing together at the very end. Um, we do three minutes of breath work together. So it was so amazing. After I was like, whoa, I'm feeling great. So it's so good. And if you are someone who is, if you're listening to this in real time and there are still spots available because it depends on when this actually happens, but the first three people that join the Mind Your Hormones Method coaching version this month, the month of October, you're actually going to be able to get a group virtual breathwork session with Jordan. She's coming into my community in November um, and she's going to be doing a breathwork journey with us. And it is, I've done this before with my community, I've done it with myself, a one-on-one with her as well. And it is so freaking incredible. So I cannot wait to offer this to you. So if you are one of the first three people in, you're going to be able to get access to this, all the information to join the Mind Your Hormones at this in the show notes. And like I mentioned on the previous episode, I also now have a code for my podcast community. If you, if you put po- code podcast in at checkout, when you are purchasing the mind your hormones method, whether you are doing that with the coaching or without the coaching, cause you could also just purchase it self-paced, you get $222 off. So that's also all that information is in the show notes for you. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that because if you are one of the lucky three, I can't wait for you to get this experience with her, but let's dive into today's show. I know you're going to love it. Jordan, I'm so excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for a while and I finally remember, I'm like, I have to reach out. I got to get you on the show. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to be here. Thank you for coming on. Before we get into all of the amazing stuff we're going to talk about, just introduce yourself, tell the listener what you're about, how you got into this space, like just a little bit about you. Mm, well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. I'm like, I feel like we've done this before because we've talked so much. Um, but yeah, so I getting into this space, I was in the nutrition and fitness space for a really long time. And yeah. for me, I I struggled back when I was trying to get pregnant. I was str- struggling with fertility. I was struggling in my relationship. Kind of everything in my life, to be honest, was kind of burning down and crumbling around me. Mm. And I kind of had this like, 
moment of, okay, if I want something more than average, like if I want this exceptional life, I have to be willing to burn everything down and step out of my comfort zone and do something totally different. So with no plan B, (laughs) I (laughs) I decided to just dive headfirst into becoming a broker facilitator. So I went to one in-person experience. And I'm not kidding you guys, like during this, um, during the experience, I didn't know what to expect. I was just invited on a whim to go. And I was like, okay, like whatever. Sure. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. I'm like, I breathe every day. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll go. And I'm not kidding. Five minutes in, I am like sobbing and feeling sensations in my body. I had never felt it was the most beautiful moment because it was the first time in my entire life that I had been fully in my body, like fully felt all my emotions, fully mm. felt all the sensations. And it was the first time I have ever felt so liberated that I didn't care what happened in life, what I was burning down. I knew what I was going to be stepping into and what I wanted next for myself was so much greater. Yes. So after that experience, I dove into becoming a facilitator and I've been doing it for a little over a year now. Um, and I'm so grateful that I'm in this healing space and that I get to help liberate other women really step into their power or clear certain energy chakras to be able to have really the life that they desire, whether that's to get pregnant, whether that is to get the career they want, to leave the relationship, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And I'm just grateful I get to help do that now. Oh my God. I love it. And if you're willing to share, can you give some context, uh, context of like the things you actually burnt down, like what your life looked like and what it looks like now? Because I think it's so incredible to just like, I know your story and like where you were, where you are now. Cause there's a lot of people who like, even like when I was, this is very different level of change than what you're going to talk about. But when I was a teacher and I wanted to leave teaching to run this business full time, like it was extremely scary to burn that entire thing down and to just, you know, jump wow. into business during a pandemic. And I know there's a lot of people that, like you were talking about, they want to leave a career, they want to leave a relationship, they want to do something, but they're like scared. So I just want you to like be an example of that because I yeah. think it's really important. And then also like how breath work actually supported you in maybe making that decision or in the healing of that decision, those mm-hmm. many decisions, because it was more than one yeah. thing. That's so good. Okay. So I'm going to try to like condense this to the best of my ability. <laughs> this could literally, I should write a book someday. I'm just going to oh, name it. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, okay. So I was married, um, probably gosh, now it's been like three years ago. Mm-hmm. I was married. I was unhappy. I wanted more for myself. I didn't Which know. Which isn't that long ago, by the way, like, I to, know. like it is, but You're it nuts. isn't like to think about how much can change in three years is crazy. Like literally guys, my entire life, like when you decide when you, and I just want to give this example and I'll tie it all in, but when you yeah. really to change, like a time collapses, like time is so irrelevant. And I never understood what that meant before, but truly time is irrelevant when you go all in on yourself and you go all in on healing. Like I look back all the time and I'm like, I cannot believe that was just a year ago or two it's years. Crazy. Um, Sorry to I, cut you off. Keep going. No, it's totally <laughs> fine. I, so I grew up in the Midwest. So Midwest values is like, you get married, you have the white picket fence life, like, and you stay <laughs> in it. It's like the biggest sin in the world for you to leave your hometown, for you to branch out and move. And I was like, forget you guys (laughs) leaving. Like, I don't care doing something different. So I left and moved to Arizona, which was like my first, I call them like micro choices or micro decisions, even Mm -hmm. though it felt very macro, it felt big. Mm -hmm. Um, But I moved to Arizona. So I felt the change propelling then. I thought maybe then my relationship will get better. And again, I didn't see... Oh, so you moved with your husband at that point? Yeah. Okay. Got it. I had no idea, big picture-wise, like what my life was going to look like. But like the relationship was on the rocks. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to try it. Mm -hmm. And I got there and I still had that pit in my stomach that Mm. things still aren't right. Like, what is it? Mm. so I was like, damn, now, now what do I do? So I started seeing people have RVs and I'm like, well, this is cool. I love to travel. <laughs> and this was it, what, around 2020? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people were doing that then. So COVID hit. 
I moved to Arizona and in 2020, I broke my lease in my apartment. I'd only been there for three months. I sold everything I owned. With your husband still at this point? Yes, with okay. him still at the time because I knew selfishly, and I may get backlash for this, but I, I couldn't do it on my own. And I had asked for a divorce, but I wasn't brave enough to follow through. So maybe that resonates with somebody. Maybe it's a job you apply for, but you don't actually leap and take it. Mm-hmm. I was taking steps, but I wasn't ready to take the full step yet. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Well, that's like a, it's not like a little decision. Like that's like a big deal. So it's going to take, that's kind of what I was also going to ask. Like, when did you start having this feeling until when it actually happened? Because people sometimes think that like, you think you want to leave something. And then all of a sudden the next day, like for me yeah. leaving teaching, it was years. I wanted to do this. And then I cried for months before I did it. Like it took yeah. time and it takes time to do that. So I'm, I'm glad you brought up that, that like you had the idea, but you t- couldn't fully do it just yet. Yeah. So I was married for six years and two years into the marriage, I knew there were things that were off. Our values were off and our goals in life were very off. And what my dream life was and what his was, was very, very different. So Mm. for four years, I sat with, am I a bad Christian for doing this? Is this okay? Mm. Am I a terrible person? Like I just sat with the thoughts and I, like you said, just cried about it because I knew I wanted something else. Mm. But I was so scared to take that step. So Arizona was already a huge step. Then we moved into the RV. Mm. So we get into the RV and for a moment, you know, things feel better, right? We take that little step and I'm like, okay, maybe things are going to be different. And very quickly, again, that pit in my stomach came up. Now, during this exact time was the first time that I started my healing journey. Mm. I Like I'd been to talk therapy I had done a lot of other modalities of counseling, of tried to do meditation. I sucked at it. I was like, I hate this. Like, how do I actually change? Mm. Actually, during this exact time, hired my life coach. And she was like, we're going to do parts work, which is like internal family systems. So it was I all love parts work. Right. Kelsey said that with life. me and it like changed my life. <laughs> yep. It, it really does because you're mm-hmm. talking subconscious. So it it was very different. And that Mm -hmm. was so healing and expedited um, my journey so much. So in the RV, I knew I was going to get a divorce. I knew Mm -hmm. I I already asked for it. Mm -hmm. I just had followed through. Mm. The caveat in all of this is that (laughs) my life coach is actually now my fiance. Yes. (laughs) I didn't know at the time, obviously she was just my coach. We had a very professional relationship. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I know I can't believe I'm like, that sounds awful, but also it's the most beautiful part of my story. So that's so good. During all of this, I'm trying different healing modalities. I was only in the RV with him for three months. Mm. I landed in San Diego with the RV and I was only supposed to be there for two weeks. Again, guys, no, like all the unknowns had no plan. And th- during this time, mind you, I am also burning my nutrition and fitness business to the ground. And I am putting everything on a credit card. I had no oh. idea what I was doing. Right. Oh my God. None. I just am seeing the debt climb. I'm seeing my relationship come to an end. I'm like, oh, what yeah. <laughs> What's that? My family's life? questioning to me, questioning me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so when I was invited to that breathwork event, I went home that night. I ended the marriage. After the breathwork event? After the breathwork event. I had the courage. I was so liberated, so Mm. empowered. And I think a lot of it too, and we'll talk about this probably later. I had so many blocks in my energy system from trauma that I held in and from things that I minimized that I made them small because Mm. I didn't, I I didn't want to feel like I failed. Right. So I stayed in it. But that night I went home, I ended it. I officially closed down the doors of my nutrition and fitness business. And I invested in becoming a breathwork facilitator that night. Wow. That's so crazy how like that one decision to go to that event literally changed your entire life. Like Mm -hmm. obviously there were so many things that happened after that, but that one decision changed everything. And it's just like, you had the courage to say, yes, you followed your desire to be like, all right, this sounds interesting. Like whatever, like, let me just try it. And I think that's so empowering for people to know, like these little things that you try, it might not make like such a huge difference or change your entire life. Like it did maybe for Jordan, but like it could do something and it could change 
a little piece of your life, which will then change so much of your life. So it's like following that intuition is so huge. Um, that is so, so wild. So then from there, you started doing breath work, facilitating your husband left. So he left. And that's when you asked about the breathwork portion. So from that first session, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to breathe every day and make it a part of my practice. And it was a a huge part of my healing journey. And Mm -hmm. that's genuinely what collapsed so much time for me because with breathwork, we don't have to talk through what is there. We get to breathe through the emotions, through the trauma, through the stress, and we get to move years worth and decades worth of pain, of conversations, of, of literally anything. And so that was, I think, the biggest contributor to my healing journey. Yeah. And mind you, also, as I sent my my ex-husband packing, I met my fiance in person three days later. I see. And, or we started a relationship, actually, three days. We did meet. Yeah. We met that night that I went to the breathwork event because it was with her and a bunch of other people. And three days later we started a relationship. Now from the outside world, looking in and society, this is why we don't listen to society's nonsense. Mm-hmm. I would have been crazy to do that. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't give myself time to heal. I didn't do this right. Or I didn't do that. Or I should have taken time. But in actuality, I was healing at such a rapid rate with the breath work mm-hmm. that I was able to balance a new relationship while grieving the, the old mm-hmm. and it also helped that my partner was very intuitive and aware and she was able to hold space for the emotions that arose for me. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. And can you dive into also, like if someone is listening, they're like, I don't even know really what breath work is. Like, how does it expedite? Like you said, like you don't have to talk through it. It like moves. And, and it's every single time I've done breath work, I've always sobbed. Like I've always, that's just like my release. Like I just, I cry. Some people scream. Like I've been in breath works where people are screaming. People are like laughing. Like I cry. Um, every time I've done it, I actually, I want to do it again very soon. Um, now that I'm not yeah. pregnant, cause I really didn't do it while I was pregnant. Cause it's like, you know, a little, like I like to do the real deep ones and like, you can't really yeah. do that when you're pregnant because <laughs> it's real intense. Um, yeah. so anyway, how does that work? Like, what does it stimulate in your nervous system? Like, how does that actually kick up emotions? I've also been in breath work sessions where people have healed physically in front of my eyes, like yes. literally in front of my eyes, they walked in unable to do something because of an accident and they walked out able to do it. Like it's insane. Yeah. Okay. So a few things, one, I want to preface because I'm such a huge believer in this. Breathwork facilitators are becoming like a dime a dozen. So if you've never mm-hmm. done work and you're listening, please make sure the person leading you is trauma informed. So I went through a mm-hmm. six training, learning how to move trauma from my breather's body, learning how to move energy going to in-person things to learn this. And it was a very deep six months. And a lot of people can get trained in one day, two days, three days. And that's great for mindful breathing, right? Like sometimes what we do in yoga, it's like pranayama or box breathing. Um, And then there's the other side of things, which is like Wim Hof. And that's where it's really intense and it can rupture your nervous system because it's too intense. It takes you from zero to 100. And so where I fall under this is it's actually, so it's a somatic trauma informed approach and it actually falls under halotropic. Okay. So with that, it's, it's all, um, it's all about the transformation and taking the time to get there. So with breath work with this style, anyways, I'll speak to that because I'm not a huge fan of, of, um, obviously a one hop. I'm just not a fan of that because it can rupture your nervous system and it can be very damaging. And so when we're doing breath work, we're very raw. And the biggest thing you have to have when you go into a session is to feel safe. So yeah. that's what facilitator should create. Is You're that- really good at that. You're really oh, good. Like, thank you. I've done personal sessions with Jordan. I've done group sessions with Jordan and she's extremely good at making you feel like safe and letting things come up. Cause like, I don't really like allow things to come up that like easily, especially depending on like who it is or whatever. You're extremely good at that. And that's so important in that setting because you could, cause I've heard people like, Oh, I've done breath work, but like it didn't do anything. I'm like, did you like have the right, again, person leading you? (laughs) Were you open to it? Like so much that goes into it, but anyway, keep going. It's honestly like a partner. Like, like if you, I know this is maybe, hopefully this isn't too much for your podcast, but like if you were to have sex with somebody, you hope there's a conversation and there's consent there and you know how you want to be loved and there's conversation, right? Or even in a, 
in a friendship or in a therapy setting. So it's the same way for your breathwork facilitator. You really want to make sure you trust them and they're the right one for you. So if you've tried it before and it didn't feel great, my invitation is to keep trying it. So safety is huge because we can't drop into the body where we live 99% of the time we live in our mind. So we have to drop into our body to feel safe. And that all starts in the root chakra. So that's the first chakra in the energy system. And our body won't let us process emotions or trauma if we don't feel safe. So I always say, mm. if you say you kind of cock block yourself, like that's the <laughs> best way to like narrate is that yes. what happens. Your body goes immediately um, into sympathetic, right? And mm-hmm. immediately we go into fight or flight and, and we're very smart human beings. We know how to shut down. We know how to dissociate. We know how to basically put the great wall of China around us <laughs> yeah, more easily than not, right? Like that's like yeah. what people can do more easily than to drop in, to be open. Cause like, we're so used to closing off from so many different things and your body is like designed to protect you. So it wants you to feel safe. And if you don't, it's going to be like, eh, like we're shutting this off. Absolutely. So it's like, all right, how do we create the safety? We have to trust our facilitator and we have to trust our body. One of the biggest things I do, like when you're starting a session is reminding yourself, like I am safe, mm-hmm. safe to breathe. I'm safe to feel like I remind myself that I even have my hand on my heart when I'm doing it to just really drop in. Yeah. Once you've created that safety, that's when what I like to call like the journey starts. Mm-hmm. That's where the magic lies and the breath work itself Guys, I, I, you have to try it to really understand because it, it genuinely so like like magic mm-hmm. because the amount of work that you can do in your body, like you can literally heal decades and years worth of trauma and pain and emotions in one session with it's no so real with no words. Mm-hmm. And, and so what it is is I give you a breathwork pattern, and again, it depends if it's a one-on-one session or group or a big event, mm-hmm. but I give breathwork session or a breathwork pattern that you follow through usually for about at least 20 to 40 minutes if mm-hmm. we're doing a long journey for more transformation. But I've already done a little bit of the grounding at the beginning. So you're more in a meditative state, you feel safe. Then you go through the breathwork journey, which is about 20 to 40 minutes where you're doing the same breathwork pattern that I teach. There's about nine that I use and I, it depends on where your nervous system's at. So I need mm-hmm. everyone where they're at. Some people need to breathe slower. Some people want to breathe faster, but the yeah. most important thing is that there's depth in the breathing. If you want transformation. Mm-hmm. So what I mean, when you'll see people crying that are like in your uh, chest, yes, where that's really in your chest and your mm-hmm. suit. Like yeah. it's all here, mm-hmm. that's breathing air, not energy. If we want transformation, mm-hmm. depth, and that's breathing energy. Right. That's when we have the huge breakthroughs. So it's literally like the way that you are breathing in your stomach, the depth of it, the different patterns are like stimulating the energy in your body to move because like yeah. everything is, we're made up of energy, right? Everything is energy and the trauma you've had the past experiences. And like, when you hear trauma, some people think like, Oh, I haven't had any trauma. Like I haven't had any, you know, like sexual abuse or anything like that. Obviously, yes, that's trauma, but there's so many different forms. Everybody has something from their childhood, from their relationship. Like it doesn't have to be this huge form of trauma to get stuck in your body, to cause blocks, whether that's a block in fertility, whether that's a block in your moods in just like your energy levels and your physical health, like anything like that. So it's, you're saying it's stimulating the energy. The energy is literally moved like out of your body, but yeah. how you release in breath work, like through crying or whatever it is. Yeah. So as soon as when you're breathing on the exhale, that's energy leaving the body. So I'll just give an example. If we were to do the halo active breath, which is just one inhale through the nose and one exhale through the mouth and continuing that sounding like this. And if we were to stay with that for 20 to 40 minutes, every time you exhale, you're moving energy as long as you're breathing deep and you're really filling up your diaphragm. It doesn't have to be fast for transformation. It has to have depth. Mm. And also what happens is we're consciously activating the nervous system 
because, and this is in an activation and a triggered kind of way, this is activating it to move the energy and to move deeper emotions, stress, anxiety, pain, disease that lives in the body. It can all be healed with your breath and the way that the releases happen. So yes, you're breathing it out. That is one way. Mm-hmm. Yawning is another, like some people will yawn through an entire breath uh-huh. session. Uh, crying, screaming, laughing, shaking mm. while you're breathing. Mm. Um, I, even I have some people fall asleep during sessions, like go into a deep sleep. Wow. Yeah, it's so crazy. And when that happens, you know what's so cool? When you sleep, because some people are like, oh, I feel so bad. I slept through it. Like I didn't get anything. And I'm like, oh no, girl. Like you got <laughs> the deepest healing. Because when we sleep through it, that means that our subconscious didn't want us to feel what was there. Wow. And so you go into a deep sleep so that you don't have to feel the emotions, but they still leave your body. Mm. It's so, and it, it's so true. Like you said, like you really have to experience it to like understand how transformative it actually could be. Um, because a lot of times like and this is not to knock talk therapy. Like I think there's always time and space for therapy for all of that. Like this yeah. is just an, another modality that will really help you um, heal things without having to actually think back to, cause some people don't even know, like, I don't mm. know why I'm upset around this situation. I don't know. Like you, you block out a lot of things and breath work yeah. will just help kick it all up and help release it. So who would you, so before we get into it, I definitely want to do a little breathing and stuff together. Um, yeah. and then talk about like how this specifically can affect fertility, but who would you say breath work is for? Obviously it's for everybody, right? Like you would yeah. just say. honestly, like there's no one listening that this isn't for the only thing I would say is if you're pregnant right? and I still have women that are pregnant that breathe, I have to give you a little bit different of a position. So instead of usually in these journeys, you're laying flat on your back, like in Shavasana, mm-hmm like you're in yoga, but I always give my people like full permission to move. Some people like to stand. It's whatever feels good. But for pregnant women, you can't go as deep because it can actually stimulate birth. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So because it's moving a lot of emotions and trauma in the body, but honestly, it's for everyone. If you've ever been stressed, which I know everyone in the world has, if you've ever had anxiety, if Mm -hmm. you've ever had depression, if you've ever been sad and been like, or felt like I'm not deserving of feeling loved or I'm not worthy or I'm not capable. If you've ever had limiting beliefs or maybe you overeat or undereat, or maybe you're struggling with physical health issues and Mm -hmm. fertility, IBS, uh, immune diseases, breathwork can heal all of those things. It's really amazing. Yeah, because it's not, and I always talk about this, it's not just the food you're eating, how you're working out, the supplements you're taking, like all of that, of course it matters, but it's not the whole picture. And there's like, you have to take into the energetic side of everything because half of your being is that, well, you're fully made up of energy. And if you're ignoring that and you're still, you're like, I'm I'm doing all the things, I'm eating well, I'm taking supplements, I'm doing all this, but I still feel X, Y, and Z, or I'm still experiencing this in my body. It's like, we have to work with energy to really get that to that next level. Um, So speaking on fertility, how can this support someone who is going through infertility? What could be like an energetic, I don't even like to say infertility because like fertility challenges, um, what could be like the energetic block? Um, and what would you recommend if they were to go to a breathwork session? Obviously they could do a virtual one with you, which we're going to talk about that. Um, but if they have one like locally or something like, what would you recommend if there's a specific type to do? Like, Okay, I want to take a quick pause in this episode because I want to talk to you about a specific hormone test that I think is really beneficial. Now, I'm all about not taking blood tests all the time in the beginning to figure out where your hormone levels are at. Not that it's a bad thing, it's always cool to like get that data. But the thing is, traditional blood tests really don't tell you shit. Like they're not giving you the information that you actually need. The optimal levels are the normal levels and the ranges that they give you are not the optimal levels. It's just not giving you a great picture of what's going on overall in your body. And it's just a waste of time. It's a waste of energy and it could be defeating because you are having these symptoms of maybe an irregular period or low fertility or IBS and whatever is going on with you. And you get back your blood work and you're like, everything is normal. It's like, what the hell? I mean, I know that 
was my story. That's many of my clients' stories. So that's why I love the Dutch test. I'm actually going to be doing the Dutch test for postpartum hormone support to see like where my hormones are at. I'm honestly feeling really amazing aside from my hair falling out. Um, if you know, you know, but I'm going to be doing the Dutch test because it is one of the most accurate ways to test your hormones. It's actually through your saliva and gut personal who I talk about all the time on the podcast. They sponsor the show. I love their supplementation as well. They offer uh, hormone testing, Dutch testing that they send to your house. You do it in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to go to a lab. You do it right wherever you are and you send it in and you get accurate results of where your hormone levels are at. They test your estrogen metabolism. They'll check your progesterone, your cortisol levels. It's really in depth. Um, And the best part about this is that it's a package. So not only are you going to be able to see where your hormone levels are at in an actual accurate way, but you're also going to get a 60 minute call with one of gut personals registered dietitians to actually go over the results with you. So you know what it means. Like you're not just getting these results and being like, okay, cool. I have too much estrogen. Uh, My cortisol levels are shot. Like, what does this actually mean? Like I'm seeing these results. I don't know what it means. They're going to go over it with you. And they're also going to give you some recommendations of how you can support yourself moving forward to support these hormone imbalances. So if you're interested in this, uh, especially if you're someone who maybe you've made a lot of changes to your health, but you're still, you know, not seeing the results that you want to see, obviously that could be an issue with the things that you're doing. You might not be addressing the root cause. Hello, my hormones method. But aside from that, if you have been really trying stuff and you're not seeing the results you want to see, if you are preparing your body for pregnancy, if you're struggling with fertility, if you are recently came off hormonal birth control and you want to see where hormone levels are at, I highly recommend this. So if you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, you go under courses and packages and you'll see the hormone testing package there. You put in code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E, and you will save 10% off of the package, which comes to, it's a little under $200 off you get off the entire package, which it is an investment, but it's extremely, extremely worth it. So go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, use code Corinne at checkout. If you have any questions, let me know. I'm definitely going to be sharing my journey from doing this Dutch test, which I'm excited about. Um, so gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, use code Corinne at checkout. That is good for anything on their site, but I'm just specifically talking about the hormone package right now. So check it out and let me know if you have any questions. So every person is going to be so different with fertility, but I'll speak to the majority. So first off, the fertility is tied to your sacral chakra, which is going to be the second second chakra in your energy system. So we have seven total and the sacral chakra is located in your hips, inner thighs, pelvis, sexual organs, your womb, and it's actually all of the fluid systems in your body. Wow. So this center is actually the center for our feelings, for our emotional identity, our desires, and our urges. And I, this is kind of cool just to put it in perspective. So physically, this chakra really governs our reproduction. Mm. Mentally, it governs our creativity. Mm. Emotionally, it governs our joy. And spiritually, it governs our enthusiasm. So wow. if any of those things, you're listening and you're like, damn, maybe I have a block there. Keep listening because I want to give you guys a few examples of like what an imbalance can look like in the sacral chakra because it's not just um, infertility. It's, it's so many things and it doesn't just have to be like a lot of people go to sexual abuse or lack of sex drive because those right. are two two ways that your sacral chakra can be blocked, but mm-hmm. it's also inner conflict, sexual problems, instability, inability mm-hmm. to express your emotions, mm-hmm. overly emotional if you're depressed, IBS, ovarian cysts, avoiding pleasure or relaxation, addictive personalities, feeling guilty and like holding guilt, mm-hmm. and infertility. Those are all signs of imbalances in your sacral chakra. I feel like so many women, like I have 100% had blocks in my sacral chakra. Like I feel like even now, like after giving birth, I wonder if there is like something that gets kicked up or stuck or whatever from like obviously energy moving through that. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm like feeling like there's, I'm I'm sure there's other chakras that are off too, but I'm like, I really want to do breath work because I know I feel like my sacral chakra is off a little bit because- 
Um, I mean, obviously there was a human living inside of me and then you birthed that human through your yeah. vagina, like through your body. So like, obviously it's going to like kick some stuff up. So I feel like there's so many, I don't think there's anybody that hasn't ever experienced mm-hmm. a sacral chakra imbalance. A hundred percent. And the thing is like childbirth is traumatic, no matter how beautiful and sacred that experience yes. and it is traumatic. And it, it's just, it's so wild because even if say we did a breathwork session and your chakra is in balance and we did our session and we, I cleared it mm-hmm. and you, the energy and whatever. And when I say, I, I mean, you're clearing it. I'm just guiding you. Right. Helping move it. Um, but what's wild is even two days later, if you start questioning your worth or your emotional identity, guess what? We're right back to being blocked. So this isn't a one and done thing. This is a constant conscious and intentional effort to keep your chakras clear. This is why, and you named earlier, and I love this energy is everything. Mm -hmm. Like it is a full-time job, just as much as going to the gym or eating healthy, your energy management should actually be maybe a number one priority because if any of our chakras are off, throws off everything. Exactly. And chakras, like you said before, they're energy centers, right? Throughout your body. So for people, if they didn't know what it was, that's it's just your energy, it's your energy system. Like if you just mm-hmm. picture your body, you know how like we have the lymphatic system and the nervous mm-hmm. system. So it's literally just the energy system of your body, and you have seven total energy systems in the body. So it mm-hmm. starts root, which is in the spine. Then we go to sacral, which is in the pelvis. We move up to solar plexus, which is in the stomach. That's where our personal power lies, where our the action taker in us lives. Mm-hmm. Then it moves up to heart. Then we move up to throat chakra, saying more, speaking up, expressing. Then we move up to our third eye, which is in the middle of the forehead. And then to the top, which is the final chakra, um, like the top of your head. And that is the crown. So those are all the chakras. But specifically speaking to sacral, we want to get things moving freely. Whether that like almost picture like the ocean, right? Like the fluidity, like water that brings the pleasure and joy back to our life. Mm. So water can be really, really healing for people that have an imbalance. So oftentimes when, if I, if you came to me and you were like, Hey, I really want to work on my sacral chakra. Mm. I would create a breathwork playlist for you that has a lot of water noises in mm. the playlist because it intensifies moving the energy. I love that. So, so are there things, so aside from doing breath work to help support the sacral chakra, are there other things like that you would recommend just in day-to-day life to help support that? Like you said, like maybe going by the ocean, if you're, or if you have that available or a lake or whatever, like getting outside, like, are there any things like that that you would recommend like in tandem with the breath work to help keep it moving? So breathwork is going to be the most powerful way to clear it. But once it's cleared to maintain it, Mm. what I recommend is, so one water, that is the element of the sacral chakra root, which is your first one is going to be earth. So like grounding, hugging trees, you know, that's like barefoot in the grass, but with, with sacral chakra, like almost even having a water machine, like in my office, I literally have one that like trickles water because my sacral chakra tends to be the chakra that gets blocked the quickest or the easiest for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. Mm. Um, you can also do, um, so eating orange foods. So orange is the color of the sacral chakra. So Mm -hmm any food, not any foods, not Cheetos, love yeah. Cheetos. <laughs> but like carrots, sweet potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> you need more um, orange foods, even gravitating, which this is actually it's hilarious. So I'm literally wearing an orange jacket, guys. <laughs> I didn't think of this. <laughs> How perfect is that? Yeah. Like I gravitate to like when I'm wanting to feel, say I'm wanting to feel powerful and that would be the solar plexus. So that's going to be yellow. Mm-hmm. I may gravitate to those colors. If I'm wow. wanting to be, to feel my emotions or feel more in control with my sacral, I may gravitate to more orange colors. So just mm-hmm. being in that and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone in that way. There's also different yoga poses you can do to really open up the hips. So any kind of hip openers, 
can be really emotional. That's why yoga classes sometimes can be an emotional experience. Yes. You're doing child's pose and you hold it for an extended period of time. And then say you have a very intuitive or trauma informed yoga instructor and they come over and they place their hands on the back of your spine and kind of pushing down on your hips. You may feel a huge emotional release. And that's Mm -hmm. why. Even like pigeon pose, like I've cried in yoga before in pigeon pose. Yeah, like it was we like store, we store it all in our hips. Yes, all, all the shame is all stored in our hips. Yeah, they call it like the junk drawer, and like your hips in the junk drawer. So like I remember it was like shortly after my grandma passed, like I don't know, five, four or five years ago now. No, longer than that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I remember crying in yoga, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like it just came out of nowhere, but it was obviously like I was in this pose for a while, and things move. Like this is what actually happens. So. Um, okay. I love all of that. I'm like, I need to get a water trickler in my office. I'm also, I just want to get every like earth, wind, I want all of it, yeah. all the elements in my office. Maybe we'll do another podcast on all the chakras. Cause truly like, this is like a whole, like it's, it's so important. And so many people like don't know about it or they think it's really woo woo. So for the person that's listening, like mm. I am Christian and I still believe in this, like energy is energy. I don't yes. like worship or pray to Buddha or whatever. And if you do, that's beautiful. I'm not yeah. talking of that just naming that there doesn't need to be a religion tied to this energy is totally energy. exactly it has nothing to do with religion so so true that is a lot of people get tied up in that um and i know there are a lot of pe- the people in my community who are christian or catholic and might have that feeling um so i'm glad that you brought that up because it's it's just like like you said we have a nervous system doing things to support your nervous system or your lymphatic system has nothing to do with religion either does yeah. your energetic system it's the same thing Um, okay. So let's do, and also if you are listening to this and you do want Jordan to come back to do some like talk on chakras, DM me. Um, and I will have her back on because I obviously love talking about this. And if you want more of that, let me know. And we'll have her back on to talk about that. Um, okay. Let's do some breathing. Like, uh, like let's do a little like breathwork. Cause I know you said you wanted to, you had some, um, yeah, some practices. Yeah. Before I do that, do you want me to name really quick? Like I have two questions that may be supportive Yes. for your sacral chakra for the listeners to take back and apply. 100%. Yes. Do it. So one, just tying it back into guilt storing in the hips. That's the primary emotion of the sacral chakra is guilt. Mm. And that's where blocks happen. So asking yourself, what am I holding on to that I maybe feel guilty for? Nothing big or small. Don't minimize. Don't overthink. Just let your brain run wild here and write it out and then allow yourself to do deep work around that or breath work around it. Because if you keep holding on to that guilt, that block will always be in the sacral chakra. And that's huge for moms. Just naming that quick of like quote unquote mom guilt um, is a real thing. So if you are listening and you're a parent, I'm sure you have some form of that stuck in there. Um, just whether you're like, I'm leaving my baby to go get my nails done, or I'm leaving to go to acupuncture. And I'm like, Oh my God, I feel guilty leaving. Like that's such a real thing. Totally. Like it's, it's so wild how much we actually feel guilt. And then as women, sometimes we don't know how to process it or Mm -hmm. just stays there. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is going to be, and this is so wild. So every chakra system is developed at a different stage and age as a child. So the sacral chakra actually develops from six months to two years old. So this is a very emotional stage where kids are learning how to move out into the world and communicate, not, you know, not actually, but like they're starting to fall and walk and communicate their emotions. So asking yourself in this moment, and I'm just going to preface this, I guess that this may feel triggering. So Mm. take this lightly or however you need to, But asking yourself, what did I experience from ages six months to the age of two years old? Were you able to express emotions? Were you sexually abused? Mm. Were you able to communicate your needs and desires? Wow. This is is so deep. And you may not know. Maybe you want to have a conversation with your mom or whoever raised you or Mm -hmm. research here to go back because it may not. It's probably not going to be a conscious memory. Right. Because you're so young. But this is really important. But it's stored in the body. Like your subconscious is being formed at those ages. Correct. So even if you're the most holy, healthy, feeling good kind of human now as an adult, if you haven't dealt with your inner child from a young age, those blocks are still there. So real. Wow. It's so interesting. 
So that's kind of, those are just my thoughts. So that you guys can kind that. of like a little deeper here. Yeah. Um, but you were wanting me to do a little bit of breath, right? Yes. Yes. And then any, I know you said before we hopped on like uh certain, was that it? Was that it? We just did the questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Yes. Let's do a little breath. The breathwork practices. So before I kind of breathe, you guys, I just want to name. So what, where I was trained, essentially, there's two ways to do this. It's called an integrative breathwork session or a meditative breathwork session. So integrative is mm. to move more stress and anxiety, which means that you're doing a breathwork pattern for nine minutes or less. Oh, okay. And a meditative breathwork session is more for transformation and big breakthroughs. Mm, okay. That's going to be more than nine minutes of breathing. And that's, you can still have big breakthroughs in a short session, but usually the shorter ones are just for stress and anxiety to move through the body. Right. And the longer ones are going to be for breakthroughs. So just to kind of name mm. those two differences. Perfect. So the, the integrative one, you said that's the less than yeah. nine minutes. So that's something you could do more frequently, right? Like yeah. just like day to day. Um, yes. cause you're not necessarily going to do a meditative, like 40 minute breath work every day. Like that's just not feasible for most people. So like the integrated one could be something that they could do more frequently and then, um, do the meditative one, but, you know, as needed, I guess. Yeah. So like what I recommend for like starting out for a practice so that you guys can take this away and I'm going to show you guys and what Corinne and I are going to do like a, um, like a little integrative session, but Basically, if you can do an integrative session every day, which is just three to five minutes of breathing, mm. I actually have a breathwork membership so that it's already recorded because I oh, think if it's guided, it might feel more supportive. Mm-hmm. Deja vu, right? It's called. Yeah, yeah. Deja Love vu it. breath. So, so it's good. like breathing to remember who we are, breathing to remember our power, but it's really important. So three to five minutes every day, make that commitment to yourself, add it to your routine. It can be any time in the day that you want. Mm. It doesn't matter. Um, and then I recommend one meditative journey a week, mm. bi-weekly at a minimum for okay. the most transformation. So if you're really wanting to heal and to just, and, and honestly, even if you feel healed, just to feel amazing and energetically squeaky clean and unstoppable, yeah. I highly recommend doing that. So that's going to look like three to five minutes, six days a week, and then one day a week doing a 30 minute journey or longer. Right. Amazing. And like, obviously start with where you're at with this. Like if you recently had a baby or something and you're like, that seems way too much for me right now. Like start with where you're at, do what you can. And then eventually you could always like move up to that. Um, That's amazing. I love that. And Oh shoot. What did you just say before that? That I was like, Oh my God, that's so good. Um, Oh, where you're, where it's once a week, you want to do the integrate, the meditative one. And it's like that instead of letting it build up, build up, build up, and then have to have this like huge release. It's like the more frequently you do it, the more like energy you'll be able to move and the less you'll be backed up and built up and have all this stored trauma. The intensity isn't as big. So one of the ways right. I like to say we gauge healing because healing can be hard to gauge, right? If we're if we're trying to lose weight, it's like, oh, I'm down a pound on the scale, right? And we get right. proud of ourselves. So that's easier sometimes to gauge. But with healing, we're like, am I, is this even working? So mm-hmm. one of the ways is how long is the duration like lasting? Like our emotional breakdowns, right? Like how long are those lasting? How long are we mm. feeling in a funk or stuck? And so with breathwork, we're shortening and collapsing that time. And same with the intensity. It's like, how intense does it feel? Because for at the beginning, like you named friend, like a lot of times we cry every single time. Yeah. But with new breathwork choreography, playing around with it, eventually it doesn't always have to be that every breathwork session will feel different right. into it. And you can claim how you're really wanting to feel and name that to your facilitator to get the energy you're desiring to step into. Does that make so sense? So good. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. Let's breathe. All right. Let's do a little breathing. Um, I have access to sound. I don't know. Do you want that on here? Um, can you do that? Yeah. Just, um, give me like, make me a share, uh, make you the host. Yeah. Stop the recording though. Uh, no, it shouldn't, but we don't have to do that. It's okay. We can do that another time. Okay. I I don't mind making you the host. I just don't want it to stop the recording or I do want me to put on like nature sounds or something. Um, I can just do it from my phone. I don't know how much we'll be able to hear it, but just 
to set the vibe a little bit for okay, perfect listener. Okay, so if you guys are listening with an integrative session, we can do this just sitting down either in a chair, but you want to make sure your feet are on the ground so we're very grounded, so we're creating safety, having our spine really erect straight up and down, or I recommend sitting in like Indian style with your back against the wall, again, sitting in a very straight up and down posture. So whenever you're ready, we're just going to do about three minutes of this. Go ahead and close down your eyes. Obviously, if you're driving, please don't do this. Yes. <laughs> and once we close down those eyes, you guys can kind of place a hand on your heart and a hand on your belly just to drop into your body to feel what's present before we get started. The breathwork pattern that we're going to do today is the halo active, which is one inhale through the nose and one exhale through the mouth. And we'll get started with that in just a moment. I want you to think in this moment, what do you need? What intention are we calling in to this moment? Maybe it's I surrender, I am at peace, whatever you need in this moment and anchoring that mantra into your heart space and just letting it settle in. And then whenever you are ready, starting with the halo active breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, And staying with this breath the next two minutes. Dropping the shoulders. Unclenching the jaw. Beautiful. Focusing on the depth here and letting the breath do the work. That's it. Letting go of your to-do list. Laying down any stress and anxiety that's present in the body. Letting it all go on that exhale. That's it. And the mind starts to wander, coming back to the breath and visualizing it moving through your body, clearing out any stagnant energy. Beautiful. Inviting in a little bit more depth. There you go. How do you want to feel today? When you step back into your power, back into your purpose, how do you want to feel? Breathing that in on the exhale, or on the inhale. There we go. Whenever you're ready, taking a big inhale here, holding it at the top, letting it be a little uncomfortable, letting the shoulders drop. And when you're finally relaxed, having a forceful audible exhale. Ah, there we go. Letting go of that energy. Beautiful. Feeling what is present now in the body. 
and perhaps placing both hands on your heart. Just saying in this moment to yourself, as we cover the body in so much gratitude, thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. And as you slowly begin to bat open your eyes, just taking in the room around you, perhaps with a different lens. Oh, and knowing that you are so capable of always being in your power. Oh, Jordan, that was so good. I'm like, oh, I want more. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, needed that. even the nice two little, minutes. Yeah, just a nice little trip to the spa. That's what I love about this. Is it's like, yes, we're not you know, sobbing or having this big breakthrough, but it's, mm. it's, for, it's for maintenance, right? Like we don't wait yeah. until our car, you know, the oil light comes on. We don't leave it on for a month. So why do we do that with our bodies? Why do we wait until we're at rock bottom to take care of ourselves? So true. It's like, it, it uh, what is it called? I'm like, so <laughs> Zen right now, I can't even speak. Um, <laughs> a prevention instead of like having to, you know, it, preventing illness instead of having yeah. to then heal illness. It's like the same thing in your, in your body, like connecting to your body more frequently instead of, like you said, waiting till you're forced to have to deal with it. A hundred percent. So good. Oh, oh my God, Jordan. Okay. Plug all the things. So I'm obsessed with your podcast. Talk okay. us about your membership, how if someone wants to breathe with you, you're also coming into my community in November, yes, which I'm super okay. excited about to have you breathe, which if you are, um, listening to this in real time and there's still spots open. The first three people who join the mind your hormones method with coaching this month is going to be able to join the breathwork session with you, which I'm so okay. excited about. So, um, all right. Talk to us about all the things. Yeah. Well, one, thank you so much for having me here. Yes. Um, I'm genuinely, I could just nerd out on this for so long. And if, <laughs> thing, if this was like over your head, like we can always dial it back and I can meet you where you're at. And if you just want a taste of like more of my personality, you can tune into my and my partner's podcast. It's called The Same More Show. It's we so good. Yeah, we jam <laughs> on like all things relationship and change and wanting to create an exceptional life, creating magic in the mundane, healing modalities, all the things there. It's so good. Um, Which her partner, Kelsey, was actually one of my um, mentors last year. Yeah. And she was also on the podcast. So I will link. It was before you guys had your podcast, I think, but I will link that episode below that I did with her. Um, but definitely check out their podcast. It's so good. I'll link everything in the show notes. That's so funny. It's like such a good, like full circle moment. <laughs> so my partner and I joined forces and we actually lead adventure and healing retreats. So if you're wanting like the ultimate um, transformation, if you're wanting a community of like like-minded women that want to adventure, if you're wanting to collapse time and truly ready to go all in, that would be a good experience since we do six weeks of somatic and life coaching leading up. And I love that. We did. Um, we do retreats all over the U.S. and internationally. So, so awesome. That's what I love about your retreats too. I haven't personally gone to one yet. I will one day. Um, I know. I'm different season of life. Yeah. But I love that because a lot of people have retreats and you just like go to the retreat. But I like that you have that coaching leading up to it. So then it's really a transformative experience. Yeah, it's it's what so here's what blows my mind. We talked about safety earlier, and I'll I'll try to like wrap this up and make it um the condensed as possible. But safety is so important for anything. Like mm -hmm. so many of us women walk around with like these these wounds, these friendship or like um mom wounds or, or wounds or whatever it is. And so if you don't know any of these women going to a retreat, like it can feel really uncomfortable. So yeah. we believe healing doesn't have to be heavy and we make it really, really enjoyable. So as we're healing and collapsing time, you're getting co to connect with these women on zoom for six weeks. So when we're at the retreat, they already feel like your sisters and there's no secrets. There's no masks, just like all of you truly gets to be seen and held. And there's nothing more beautiful than that. I love it. Oh my God. I love it. So good. And then your membership and if yeah. they want to breathe with you, like, do you do one-on-one? -on -one? Totally. So I do do one-on-one -on -one mentorship with breathing, with life coaching, business coaching. I wear a lot of different hats <laughs> yeah. um, if you're really wanting like that one-on-one -on -one support, but I started a new membership. So if you're, if you're really loving, like if you listen to this and you're like, man, like I want 
to be able to do breathwork recordings and that the membership's mm-hmm. really cool because the, everything is recorded. So I have three minute recordings all the way up to 60 minutes, oh, but I so also good. do three live breathwork sessions every month on zoom with my community. Wow. So really, really hands-on. It's really transformational. If you're wanting something that's more cost-efficient, it's only $99 a month. Mm. And we really like, I call it deja vu because we breathe to remember who we are, our, power, our identity. Um, so if that's more your jam, uh, you're wanting more of an online space, you don't have the time to step away for a retreat. That may be a beautiful fit. Oh my God. I love it. Jordan, thank you so much. We'll put all this information in the show notes. Um, I'm so grateful that you took the time to chat with us today and breathe with us. And you're just, I just love everything you're doing. So thank you for being here and for just like shifting your life completely to doing this because you're serving so many people now. Of course. No, I just want to thank you. I really want to see you in your superpower, which is doing health really differently, like really shining a light in this community and and showing that it's so much more than just nutrition and fitness and that the nervous system health matters. And I hope that more coaches aspire to bring that into their communities. It's really beautiful. So thank you. Oh my God, Jordan. I love you. I am so grateful for you, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you loved this as much as I did a great way that we could support our guests for taking the time to do this is to share this on your social media, tag me at Queen Angelica, tag Jordan at Jordan Alexis Alexis Nolan. Nolan. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll put it in the show notes or even just DM her and tell her like something that you took away from this. Um, It's really helpful for us to hear your takeaways from this because we're just chatting with each other, which we love, but we'd also (laughs) love to hear what you specifically took away from this. So that's one of the best ways that we could support our guests is sharing this with someone who you think would be uh, supportive of it and letting us know how you liked it. So thank you again for being here and I will talk to you all on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.